a dumpy little office in West Covina, California. It's the Boobar Show! Hey, what is up, everybody? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening into the Foobar Show. Thank you for subscribing and telling a friend like a champ. You can always catch us at Foobar Show. That's Show at gmail.com. And Show is our handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? Foos. All right. On tap today, we have uh, we have some sports and music highlights. But most importantly, we have Mr. Christopher Luna How's it going, guys? on today. Hey, what's up, Chris? Woo! Thanks for having me. Woo! What's up, man? Hey, I- I've known Chris for a very long time now. I've met you through my cousins. Yep. In fact, uh, before the show started, you said you were our groupie when we were all playing in the bar show. That's right. I mean, I was saying roadie, but you insisted that you be called a groupie. Wow, I don't man. know what the fuck was happening when that's I was in the That's confidence right there. That's confidence that sells me. That's how much I love yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Die for um, you, man. Chris, I've always known you, even since we were teenagers, man. Uh, I've always known you to, to be very, uh, you, you had a good motor about you. You were an entrepreneur. Um, you, you were always about business. Where'd you get that from? I just grew up in it. My family, you know, I was always a part of a family business. Uh Grew up in it. It was just, uh, something I learned over the years growing up with my parents, my brothers, my sisters, my brother-in-laws, you know, just hanging out with everyone, going to work every weekend, summers, having summers off, going to work. Uh So that's just kind of what I did. Nice, dude. Um, at one point, you were my manager when we worked at a bar in Arcadia. Yeah, it was. Times, uh, it, those were good times, man. Um, I, I don't know why you decided to pick me as a bartender, but I think it, it had to, it had to do something with me just going to bartending school. Uh, at, <laughs> that's that it. summer, and then I did uh, <laughs> your, your buddy Caesar's uh, party, Halloween party, oh, where man. the only instruction I got was to just make sure everybody got nice and shit faced. Yeah. And mission accomplished, if I if I do say so myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really, have a really good memory. I remember Caesar's party. That was he used to have really because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember because of pictures, but honestly, okay. he would have probably the better Halloween parties and then we kind of built uh-huh. our way up and then we had that warehouse party that y'all bro saw. yeah did so you win the contest for that i did i did uh <laughs> let's let's talk about oh, it yeah warehouse I mean, party there was uh so was it your brother who owned a warehouse oh, my or, family my parents yeah yeah your family uh owned a warehouse in city of industry it was very accessible to everybody that we knew and you you made sure it was accessible <laughs> um the whole warehouse was did you take it all was, the pallets out like you just emptied oh, it out shit. no okay so the Halloween party that you're talking right, about. Right, 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 right. The Halloween party, one of our tenants left, so it was uh-huh. vacant for a while. So it's about 40,000 square feet. Holy square shit. Feet. That's so a big ass warehouse. Huge. It was huge. So it was vacant. We didn't have to move anything. It's like an empty we, Costco. It was. Man. <laughs> I remember going in there with everyone and we're like, man, how are we going to fill this up? It's just it's huge. It has to look, we have to do something to fill it up. Right. So I remember I'm like, all right, let's, let's rent out posts, like VIP areas. And it'll kind of be like almost like BYOB, bring your own booze. Right. And it's bring your own shit. Like bring your own, <laughs> bring your own everything. Your easy bring up. Your so own we DJ. Had, we, had, we had a contest. <laughs> and um, I remember. T- I, uh, yeah, the I best dressed Halloween booth. Yeah. Right. So people would bring their lounge chairs. Oh, and then we had a, the specialty, uh, specialty drink. That's what you want. Uh, is that what I won? Yeah, what the it, fuck did I make? Because we said, okay, so the idea was that each person would go booth to booth to try out different drinks. Uh-huh. Right. So, uh, you know, you're drinking all night 
and everyone will have a specialty drink at their booth. So sure. you would go yeah. in, there's lounge chairs, lights, all decorated, like their own little VIP area. Uh-huh. And we would give it out to people, right? We had like, I don't know, 15 of them or I don't know exactly. So uh, whoever had the best drink and the best decoration booth or whatnot would win the award. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I made like a cider or something. Now that I'm trying to... Do you remember the award you won? I I won like a... What was it? Like an ounce of weed or something like that? (laughs) Dang. (laughs) But it was because it... Where was I? I? <laughs> I? I don't think we. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. where the fuck you were. Yeah, I wish Damn. we would have queued up some pictures on that. But I, yeah, with yeah, my, yeah. With my, in fact, I think I, I, I think I might have some pictures of that day. I think I, I dressed up as Quail Man. Oh, if I remember correctly, I had the belt on my head. And I the, gotta see these the pictures. Chonies outside the, the shorts. I, I don't uh, remember. It was a day to remember, dude. Wore, but it was but and, and I made some drink. I think it was some apple cider drink that I that I put in. Um, in like a pumpkin or something, uh, but it was pr- apparently very I good. The finest breast milks. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right huh? <laughs> finest. The finest. Um, and so I mean that that was a great time. You had a DJ. Yeah, like a we little bit of a light show. Uh huh. Edward, our, your cousin. Yep. Good friend of mine. Uh huh. He was uh, AV, so all audio that's visual right. setup. That's so right. He had. We had three DJs, and each DJ had this huge screen and projector behind them, and uh, you know the DJs were mixing. Music videos. It was popping, dude. That shit was like. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was a crazy night. How long ago would you say that was? Was that like 2012? In high school, were we? No, nah. We were in. I was. I was. We were at high school. school? Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was one of the better ones for sure. (laughs) I know we had security guards. Mm -hmm. We had valet parking. Damn. We had a. I remember the whole day. We're filling up balloons. We had a big balloon drop, and Uh that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Um, At least not like the other uh, party where it got broken up. Were you at that one? No. What the happened warehouse. there? So the warehouse, it's it's a two it's a two part warehouse. So we okay. have a smaller part, uh-huh. and we had a we had a party. I forgot what occasion it was, but it was a warehouse party. Mm-hmm. And man, before you even started, the cops came. What? And I didn't find out. No one knows because I didn't want to talk shit or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find out why it got broken up so fast because usually. You know, we don't have those type of issues. But years later, my brother told me, he's like, hey, I called the cops on you. Oh, you narked on you? Dude, he ratted me. You say why? Well, it was getting too. He he heard from one of my teachers in high school that used to talk to him. Uh And uh, he got the word that, you know, it was going to be a big thing. And he got worried, and we're we're still in high school then, because okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so he was worried, and he's like, "No, nah, we're shutting this shit down before you even get started." Oh, what the fuck? That's, that's fucked up. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Right, Randy? That's what, Jeez. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's a point. Well, go, going back to that the the bar days when I was uh, when you were my manager at the bar, that was one of the best fucking <laughs> times I've ever had working for anyone. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a successful venture, but it was it was a good way where I can earn some extra cash. I think I was working at Best Buy at that time. It might have been like two thousand nine, two thousand ten ish. Um, and uh, th- this was a bar that was under a uh, bowling alley. Um, it was a basement. Um, were we getting ventilation in there? <laughs> <laughs> was there, was there uh, any of that good stuff going on? Cause 
I'm, I'm asking. Know. I'm asking. <laughs> He's pleading the fifth, man. Because I remember, because I remember going on break when you weren't around, and and I went into your office and I hot boxed the shit out of it multiple times. Uh, that Multi- office was always, <laughs> just, yeah, multiple times. Um, and uh, and, and yeah, and then uh, and then I just went back outside and started pouring more drinks. Yeah, that, was, that was definitely a cool venture. So I went from working at J.P. Morgan Chase as a business specialist, okay. uh-huh. a business banker, and right. a licensed investment specialist, or whatever they called me at that time, uh-huh. All right. to owning a bar in Arcadia. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> how, what? So I quit my job, honestly, because I got this good opportunity, this Asian dude. I don't know how I, I think actually I met him through the Chamber of Commerce. Did you? Okay. And uh, he told me, hey, I have this bar. I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm trying to sell it. I have another bar in Upland or some something like that. And he's like, this one's just, it's not working out. I'm trying okay. to get rid of it. So I'm like, hey, well, I may be interested in buying it, you know? So uh, he's like, yeah, you know, go check it out. See what you think. And I just, I, I had the idea. I'm like, well, look, before I go into this venture, I know nothing about the bar industry. I don't know, you know, where you get your liquor, where you get your supplies, how do you hire people? And I mean, I've how'd you I've, handle procurement and all that? I just noticed that alcohol would show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Chris seems to know what he's doing. Distributors, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's okay. different, different distribution companies have exclusive rights to different alcohols you know okay. so someone would sell just jack brands and someone else will okay. sell a lot of things so anyways so i told him i'm like look if i go through this process and, and purchase this i want to work for you first i you know i want to learn the industry and um you know i want to get paid and i want to get a commission off the sales and that whole thing and he's like yeah for sure so he hired me you know, for me to be able to do my due diligence to see if it's worth buying the, the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, man, I just called up everyone I knew. <laughs> I hired, you know, while you came on board, I hired some waitresses from high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother came and helped me a few yeah, times. Yeah, that's right. And uh, man, it just turned into a party every day of the week. Like, I think we're closed once a week. Once a week might have been what, Mondays? Yeah, something slow. And I, right. man. I'm glad I got that out of my system, though, because I think <laughs> every guy's dreams to have a bar or a strip club or something like that. Right, and, right. and I just remember being up at four or five in the morning and, and, and just counting cash and trying to close out the waitresses. They want they all want all of them want to get out at two o'clock. Yeah, dude. There's cleaning. There's you, know, you got to pay everyone out. And yeah. I was patient. I was just smoking out your office. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, not everyone's patient like you. Man. Those girls have hot dates to go to. After, I understand. You know? I understand. And, uh, or they got to go on their second shift at the strip club, man. Yeah, that's right. Come on, that's man. Right. So, so I remember. Gotta make that bread. Yeah. Right. So one of our good friends, Christian, he he had just graduated from college. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, hey, let me have, you know, let me do a private event there. I'm like, sure. You know, you just pay whatever you guys consume. And he's like, yeah, for sure. You know, it's huge. He's huge Mexican family. He brought banda. It was loud as fuck in there. And um, it's not a just, it's not a big place. It's not. It's, it's low ceilings and low everything. Ceilings. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. like an underground place. Yeah. It's a basement. Like a dive bar. Like a low key. Yeah. Basement. It's a low key dive bar. It's like oh, a speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Speakeasy with a liner. Like, on, you know, people would get in line <laughs> to get in. Fit a full Mexican family and a banda in there. Yeah. We made sure the lights were dim. I mean, we swept up as much as we could, but shit, you know. Yeah, so he, he basically tore out the place. I got fired before I even had the opportunity to buy the damn place. And uh, yeah, at that point, I didn't really care. I was just done with it. It was so much work. Next thing I knew, I was getting a phone call like after I got off of my shift at Best Buy saying, hey, man, your last day is this and that. And I was like, oh, well, it was fun. <laughs> it was yeah, we had a lot of good memories there. Yeah, dude. Um, So, <laughs> so now, uh, 
uh, fast forward to now, um, you, you, you're in the family business, I understand, uh, in um, L.A., or at least you're, you're in business with family. So one night at Relics, at that bar, okay. I get a phone call. It's like 2, 3 in the morning, mm-hmm. and they say, hey, your buildings are burning down. Oh, and what? And I was there with, uh, actually, my tenants uh, from L.A. were partying with us that night. Oh, no. And uh, actually, I think that's how I found out. They're, his mom got the phone call or something. They're like, because they have businesses there. A bunch of in the pinata district. Yeah, and there's you know a bunch of pinatas, and the buildings are burning down. So uh-huh. we freaking shut the place down. We drove fast, like I, fast. Yeah, dude. We get there, and all of our properties are just in fire, just oh, being destroyed. With all the product in it. it was and around everything. 2012. Yeah, so we didn't have our business there at the time, but we owned the properties, and um, you know it's just man, it was such a hard scene to watch. And before I actually, um, I. Uh, I was stressed out because I used to I used to sell insurance and I insured those properties. Oh but shit! But at that time, I wasn't the agent. You know, I didn't know where things stand. I didn't yeah. know if we had insurance. Oh, like I didn't, oh, I, I didn't know what was going on. So my whole time, my, my heart just dropping. You know, I, it was such an ugly feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when those properties burned down, uh, my brother, he's an engineer, Ben. You know him. My other brother, you know, did some uh, owner builder construction, some office buildings and stuff. So he, he has a lot of construction background. And then I was kind of insurance and financial background. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the opportunity to release one of the units that were there. So uh, we reopened the business uh, going on six years ago now. And, uh, you know, we've just been doing that ever since. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand you guys have won a few awards there. Yeah, actually, we just announced on Monday we won a fourth year in a row best candy store in downtown LA. And I've Sick. been there, man. It is it is a good candy store. Dude. Anything I want, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll go there every time I have like a pretty big or sizable party uh, where I want some good party favors or anything. You know, I hit up Raquel's. At uh, Raquel's Candy Confections, downtown LA in the Pinata District. Um, you guys we were saw. on Storage Wars, too, weren't you? We are on Storage Wars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. For an episode. Actually, your cousin, My Edward, cousin Edward, worked with was, us. Yeah. I, hate, I hate being on camera. I hate being on the mic. <laughs> and, and I would tell Edward, i go, hey, dude, just, just do it. And I thought it was... I don't know if I can talk about it. They probably had a sign on non-disclosure. Well, he he might have. He probably didn't. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about it, but it was yeah. it was definitely an experience. It was fun. A lot of people. We we did get recognized from that. Honestly, there's a lot of people. Hey, you came out on this. And a lot of movies. There's shot a lot of movies there. There's actually a movie from uh, recent. I haven't watched it yet. With um, uh, what's that girl? Jennifer Gardner. Uh, oh, she, okay. she just came out with this new movie. I think they kill her family or something like that. Okay. And they shut us down for a few days to film there. And we had another director um, that did Sin City. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Garcia. Uh, oh, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, all and right. He shut our store down for a few days. And were, those are nice little paydays because we just, just chill for a few days. Pay for all the employees to go home and relax. And everyone gets paid. And, right. You know, we didn't have to do much. But it's so funny because they pay... So much money, and literally, you don't even see the store. You don't, you don't see the store at all. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's just so that they way they don't have the, that strip or what? Honestly, it's like they there's so much preparation in these movie studios. Like Paramount Pictures did that that uh, that one with the Jennifer Gardner. No, the other one. Oh, Robert Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's it's literally the guy running from the back of the store to the front of the store and across the store. And it's just, everything's so fast. It came out like 10 seconds. Oh, and shit. It's literally a full like days of preparation and breakdown and, and so much, you know, so many scenes. This guy was like, you could see the whole crew was, you know, mad at him. 
And uh, it's it's just crazy how fat how much money they spend for something so small. Nope, you know? kidding. Yeah, for damn. a few seconds of film. Exactly. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Um, any what's new? I understand you you're making your own podcast and it's coming out in September. Yeah, that's actually why I'm here. I wanted to get in front of the mic and kind of. Get a little comfortable shoot the with shit, it. man. And yeah. by the way, thank you for providing the video today. Yeah, dude. Anybody awesome. watching the live feed, this is Chris. This is Chris who's providing this today. Yeah, he's get... he's uh, we're his guinea pigs. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, we did, uh, I couldn't be happier with the way it's turning out. It's, it's actually looking pretty dope. Yeah, we'll see how it looks after today. We got, <laughs> we got Tuesday as a test as a test run. So yeah, with one Richie uh, in the last episode. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so we d- we spent some money on this equipment, and uh, I have uh, my buddy Adam. He works with us at the store, and he's he does all of our IT and. Uh-huh. You know, he's uh, he's going to be helping us with the podcast. And I um I well, I called you. I said, hey, you know, I got this equipment. I want to try it out, you know, before we, we do our and run. We got and, nothing to lose. Well, guys, <laughs> no, I, I, I listen to your podcast. It's, it's, I like the environment. I like uh-huh. the setting. It's chill. It's it's a podcast. Yeah. This is what yeah, a podcast man. Yeah. is. It's just know? supposed to chill. Yeah. Kick back. Uh, yeah. So it's it's cool being we, around. It's funny. Uh, and you're probably going to experience this, too, if you're going to have guests on. But, you know, I find myself hitting up people. And I don't know. Like, everybody's just like, yeah, it sounds like fun. And then as soon as I invite them, they're just they get all shy and shit. It's <laughs> like, dude, just just come on and shoot the shit. I'm yeah. Uh, that's definitely me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you told me yesterday. I'm like, man. You're like, I'm like oh, man. Know. But I'm like, if I'm I'm going to be doing this for myself, you know, yeah, we're, we're starting the podcast. It's got to rip off that bandaid, man. Yeah, exactly. So what's going to be, is there going to be a, a specific format to your, to your podcast? So it's, it's definitely video first, audio second. Okay. okay. So, um, it's a vodcast. It's a vodcast. Exactly. And, um, it's called the chamber of commerce show as of today. It may change, but, uh, the idea behind it is that we're networking with other chambers, in the area. So mm-hmm. whether it be downtown LA or Pasadena, Duarte, City of Covina, Pasadena, all these places have Chamber of Commerce. Right? And uh, yeah. San Gabriel yeah. Valley, they all get together and they, they have, have their the regional own. San Gabriel Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, when I used to own my insurance agency, I was an ambassador when I was in the high desert. I was an ambassador for the Chamber of Commerce. So I was really involved and I see the benefits in being involved as a business owner. And it's funny because the reason why I say I don't know if it's going to be called that is because my co-host, uh, Tommy, he says, I don't think people know what a chamber of commerce is. And I did a poll online and people our age don't know what a chamber of commerce is. That makes sense. And um, guilty. He, <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and I, honestly, this is the reality because I was telling him, um, you know, I'm like, how do people not know that? And he's like, honestly, Chris, like not everyone is not everyone business, is business owners savvy, and, yeah. and, and, and really it's just business owners and a lot of organizations that are involved with it. And um, that's kind of the point of it is that we want to highlight it. We want to recognize it. We want to show the benefits in being involved mm-hmm. in the chamber. So um, I'm, I'm communicating with the different chambers. I'm not a part or associated. So don't think I'm an associated with any chamber. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that if there's a ribbon cutting, a new business coming out in Brea, mm-hmm. and it's a, I don't know, a nail salon, for example. Okay. I want to talk to those business owners. I want to know what it really takes to open up that business. I don't, uh, there's a lot of podcasts, a lot of inspirational stuff, a lot yeah. of guys, uh, you know, Tony Robbins and Pitbull and all these right. guys are very inspirational, but they're all millionaires. They're, they're talking, they've already done all of that. And the, their guests are all well-known people. They've already gone through all that rough time. You know what I mean? 
And it's a lot. They're of, surfing lot on of the fluff. already big wave. It's a, it's a lot of fluff. Uh-huh. And I want to know, well, how did you get that permit? How did you really open a nail salon? You think it's simple, but there's a lot of permits, a lot of things. So you want to talk about the roadmap, the struggles. The, the you want to get thing. down to the nitty gritty. Exactly. Like, you don't want to just see all the little fluff. Give pieces. me the instructions manual kind ex- of thing. Ex- exactly. Uh-huh. And, and that's dope. That's a, that's what I want my my listeners to experience. If they're business owners, they're going through it themselves and mm-hmm. having those issues. I want them to be able to communicate with us and call us, and maybe there's someone that that's that can relate to those issues. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of the the idea behind it all. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, especially for I mean people like me that have abs- absolute no knowledge of any of that. You know, I mean, if I were to you know want to start up a business, that'd be definitely interesting and intrigue my, pique my interest. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, whatever business it is, every business goes through struggles. It's mm-hmm. not just about financing or a lot of a lot of things now is the Shark Tank and like uh, trying to get easy money and and uh, it's not really all about that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's real struggles. There's, I mean, my 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 main struggle in our business right now is just employees. Mm-hmm. You know, we we go through so many interviews. Um, I've I've hired people. And they they want the job, and they won't show up to work on their first day of job. Hey, oh, the the candidate market's really tight right now, man. It's we're looking at four percent or less. And if you want to get a specific niche, yeah. I mean, you're probably looking at one percent of the whole population right now. I mean, uh, my 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 day job, I'm an executive recruiter, so oh, yeah, yeah. so really. I know all about what you're talking <laughs> about, man. And I and I attend chamber of commerce events here and there, uh, wherever I can. So I, I can tell you, man, that people like I get ghosted. Motherfucker's telling me that he's showing up to the interview on Monday. He's hitting me up on Wednesday, apologizing why oh, he couldn't man, make it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, think you couldn't that. even tell me the day of. Oh, man, Are you I serious? just reject them. I yeah, reject yeah, them I really don't entertain him too much, but yeah. at, at that point. But yeah, yeah dude, they, I, I they know don't exactly. show up, I'm like, oh, reject. Yeah, yeah. Where's my next appointment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah, you're you're in that in, you're in that field. Yeah, totally. You're in that field. So, so I know what you're talking about. resumes all day, every day. And man, a lot... I'm just trying to get a guy a job. <laughs> I'm just trying to help a brother out. And then they're over here ghosting me. But how many resumes do you like? What's the percentage of resumes that you see are actually viable? Like, I'm sure you just literally highlight a bunch of them and just reject them. <laughs> well, it, it depends, man. I, I, I would like to think that I have an open mind. And sometimes the resume doesn't really talk about the person. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to meet the person or at least if they sound like they can rub two brain cells together over the phone, <laughs> I'll invite them in. If they look like they're presentable and, and they, they're willing to uh, or, you know, they have some kind of an energy. Maybe they had a couple Red Bulls prior to meeting with me. Yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll be like, OK, cool. You know, you're somebody worth representing for an opportunity that may come about in the near future, assuming they don't find something on their own yeah um but um yeah it's 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 a it's a tough thing i mean if you if you want me to give you a percentage out of 100 people that i meet shit dude i'm probably placing four percent of those people like four out of those 100 people yeah because you got to go through a lot of people specifically since for some crazy reason employers are being extremely picky with this tight candidate candidate market like maybe it hasn't hit them yet that yeah that there's not that many people so I mean, at the same time, now I gotta go. I gotta turn around and be a consultant to the employer and tell them, "Hey, man, it's it, it, this is kind of the cream of the crop, whether you like it or not." Um, other, other, or I can, or you gotta give me more time, and I can poach from other companies. Yeah, uh, and that's assuming that that person's even willing to jump ship. Yeah, yeah. I, and honestly, I mean, you ha- you're in a different field in a different industry, so you're looking more at um, you know C level, executive level. I'm assuming. Uh, that well, that that's what would um, really pad my wallet yeah. for sure. But I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I look at I, I look at all levels. 
but I, I would I would like to think that I focus on those yeah. on those C levels or at least they, senior well, levels. You guys are not recruiters. You guys are hunters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, well, we, we recruit. But I mean, if you want to talk about it in a hundred sense, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're looking at already employed people and seeing how how yeah. passive or active they're looking for other opportunities. Yeah, so no, it's definitely yeah. nice to be on the other side of that aisle. <laughs> <laughs> it's an yeah, interesting no, it's an interesting thing. man. Yeah, no, um, I've been approached when I was in the banking industry. I've been approached quite a bit. And, you know, it's it's the industry that you're in involved in. It, it does become kind of small uh-huh. where everyone kind of knows each other. And, and especially if you're, you know, attending a lot of those networking events and those mixers and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's it's nice. But it it's, you know, right now it's with the lowest un- unemployment rate. Yeah. So you're definitely don't have a lot of options. Right. But what bothers me the most is you're giving these people, especially in my industry where, you know, it's not a great paying job, but it's a job and people are wanting these jobs and mm-hmm. looking for these jobs mm-hmm. and needing these jobs. Mm-hmm. And when you're giving these people the opportunity to literally, you know, show up to work, they don't even show up. Yeah. And that's it's crazy. That's what's, that's what's uh, you know, it bothers me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so um, I, I don't know how much you're going to get into this in your podcast. Obviously, we've we've touched on it almost almost on every episode. But the marijuana industry, the cannabis industry is growing. Um, how much influence would you say an average chamber of commerce has with like City Hall with making those kinds of decisions? Like that, that industry is huge right now. And yeah. I'll tell you what, my my um, when before they legalized it prior to 2018, we went to a lot of events mm-hmm. and we were looking into getting into the industry because I have a lot of people who buy candy from us. Okay. And they a lot of those gummy bears, those sour belts, a lot of the things that you guys have tasted. Yeah. Uh, that in those smoke shops, a lot of that candy comes from us because we distribute a lot of that candy. So oh. we sell, sell thousands of pounds of that candy. Yeah, you do. And we're like, well, shoot, we're selling a candy. We're making little to no margins. And these guys are blowing yeah. up. Yeah, man, they're just up. swimming in it right now. So we at our warehouse where we throw those parties, that's what we occupy now. Well, our warehouse is located in unincorporated LA County area. Mm. So we're going to a lot of these meetings. We're you know involved in the process, and um, it's it's definitely an industry that we would like to be involved in. But it is very difficult, and it's already really competitive. There's a lot of red tape to go into it from the definitely. start. Yeah, definitely. I can imagine. Yeah, you have to file a lot of permits, a lot of applications, and some and some pretend to be churches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> somehow that's easier. Mm-hmm. Go figure, you know. Well, think about it. I mean, a lot. You guys, I'm sure, know the price of it. I know the price has gone up a lot because of all the taxes. When yeah. we're going to these events, these uh, these events that were held by the county or cities, they're sit down similar to these tables, and they're say, okay, well, what are we gonna do with this money? And you would have people from all these agencies say, well, parks and schools and, well, we want this and we want this percentage and we want this percentage. And they literally drove that price higher and higher and higher. Uh. and higher. So a lot of people now literally just do what they wow. used to do. Call their friend and, you know, just, yeah, they still pick it up yeah. off of connect. So, I mean, it's 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 competitive and it, unless it's done right, unless you're in the right area mm-hmm. or I mean, it's like any other business now, honestly. Well, good times, man, for sure. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, um, we're just we're gonna move on with the rest of the show, man. Go ahead and chime on in. I had a couple of interesting shit to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but I got this off of uh, this website called InkedMag.com, 
vagina flavored beer oh. made from models vaginal yeast. <laughs> oh my! Now this is this isn't a new story. This is this came out back in <laughs> September 2017. But I'm just catching wind of this. All right, mom, <laughs> turn it off. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> this is where you can turn it off. X-rated people. <laughs> or or this is where everybody's catching um, a queef of this. Oh, uh, so would you? Would, <laughs> so the the, the main it starts with would you drink this? And although this sounds like a joke, oh, rest assured it's not. In this fact, this company is not the first company to try and market a food product that had the essence of vagina. However, we believe that this is the first time that we have ever come across anything that we uh, were asked to eat or drink that includes the woman's juice as an active ingredient in the product. So does it smell like fish and taste like chicken? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, man. Oh, oh. oh I, well, you know uh, what? I don't uh, know. I'm I don't sorry. know. I'm sorry. I haven't Never. tried it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the beer is called, right uh, it. it's called the Order of Yanni. Um, the, the founder, uh, the, the, this, this motherfucker, he, he explains that the word Yanni means vagina in the Sanskrit language yeah. and uh, the logo artwork is associated with the beer is also the symbol of, of uh, Hindu goddess. So, um, so they're they're getting it from the yeast, uh, like a, a mo- so they picked a model and they got her yeast. They, they all I don't know so, I don't know all the details. So did they wait for her to have a yeast infection? <laughs> and they say, let me get some of that bread Man. and you know just get a knife and just kind of you know <laughs> chisel some of it away. And I can only imagine. It. I can only imagine. God damn. I know, man. So the links, <laughs> the links. <laughs> it sounds like it would taste like a vagina, and well, maybe. I'll tell you what. <laughs> because I'm business, business, right? I guess your question is whether I'm going to try it or not. Yeah, yeah, sure. Are you going to try it? Well, let me tell you. Have you tried the vagina? Yeah, well, like yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's how you All keep right. a woman, right? All right. So why would you try this drink? Why would you try the beer? Yeah. Damn. Logic is sound, sir. Well, so are we <laughs> are we going out for drinks after this? <laughs> Let's go find some vagina beer, man. Line them up. I think you needed to have this beer here today. <laughs> He's ready to dive into that muff. <laughs> How would you shotgun one of those? Oh. <laughs> you know I mean? Would you want to go from the bottom? Or? <laughs> I mean, that kind of seems redundant at that point. Yeah, it's like you're dropping a digit in what at this point? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely crazy. I know. I know they've had like colognes that smell like cash and money. Okay. Yeah. So, oh. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I think it's good business. I'm pretty sure a lot of people buy it. And try Wait. It. They have to try, try it. it. They yeah. have colognes that smell like cash yeah. and money. What the I don't hell? I think it's still around, but I mean, man, people like the smell of cash. I'm sure people. I like mean, the it's smell what of, just paper and cotton yeah. and ink. Your your <laughs> jeans or white stuff or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably a little bit of that. Maybe a little weed. Yeah, yeah. everything that. Um, yeah, that's interesting, man. Wow, <laughs> shit. W- it, it probably glows bright so we're, we're, in a fucking blacklight. <laughs> wow, this this escalated quickly. How did this get out of hand? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so where is this manufactured? Yeah, yeah. Where where I get some say. vagina it, beer? It honestly doesn't oh, say. I'm gonna say it's San Diego. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you have that feeling? I don't know. Well, a lot of beers are from San Diego now. Oh, I, I don't think it's from San Francisco. They may have something else up there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing that I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if you've caught wind of this, uh, Chris, but uh, do, do you know who Chris Hardwick is? Oh, 
No. It's Josie's idol. No, he's not my idol, but he's somebody that that I uh it's your well, idol foo. He he created the nerdist. He he was the guy who pretty much made nerd culture what it is today. Like he made it popular. Um he did that the Talking Dead. He or yeah, he so used to do talk He's um, a ho- he's like a host, like a talk show host, a personality. He's TV like a nerdy Ryan Seacrest. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so um I'd say what a month or two ago uh, about about two months now. He, he had a, he had an ex girlfriend, and um, she me tooed him. She was uh, or she she wrote an essay, uh, a publicly uh, distributed an essay, pretty much saying that he sexually assaulted her, told her what or, or what not to do, or n- how many male friends she's able to have, and things like that. So it's a contract. Say what? It's a contract. No, 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 no. no. She basically they. Uh, so he remarried. He married uh, okay. the heiress of the Hearst family, Lydia Hearst. And this girl, like, they broke up, like, maybe, what, two, three years ago? Um, Give or take, yeah. Give or take. uh, Actually, no, four years ago. And so she's claiming that he blacklisted her from the um, entertainment industry because she was, like, a famous cosplayer at the time. And so she's saying that she, uh, during the entire time he was with her, you know, she was being, like, uh, abused mentally and that he, um, like, I guess she had like a miscarriage and he asked like the doctor, how soon can is she, will she be ready to go to <laughs> something like along those lines? But he's also a wrote. comedian, you know, so you probably just said it in jest. Just try, try to make a, a light of something just because that's kind of how he is. Sure. Fu. Sure. Whatever, dude. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on with him, man? So um, he's been vindicated. Has uh, he? Yeah. Uh, and her name is Chloe uh, Dijkstra. Dijkstra. Uh, she uh, what? Dijkstra? Yes. Sure. (laughs) So Chris Hardick will return as the host of AMC's Talking Dead series following an investigation into allegations that he was abusive to his former girlfriend. Hardick, uh, he will return as host of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead after show as of August 12th. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks um, for for Fear the Walking Dead uh, mid-season premiere. He was suspended from the role by AMC last month after his girlfriend penned an essay accusing Hardwick of being emotionally and sexually abusive during their relationship. Following a comprehensive assessment by AMC, Chris Hardwick will return to AMC as a host. Um, and uh, they pretty much put a put a statement out saying we take these matters very seriously. And given the information available to us after a very careful review, including reviews with nu- numerous individuals, we believe that returning Chris to work is an appropriate step. Uh, is what they said in a statement. And I got this from Variety. Um, so w- my argument back then, uh, when the when the story broke that um, he got fired from all these places, matter of fact, he founded the company Nerdist, uh, which is... Uh, oh, yeah. You've heard of Nerdist, yeah, yeah. right? He founded that company. When that story broke, they erased everything about him being a founder, a co-founder, or what have you, mm-hmm. and starting the... I mean, he sold the company since, and he still does his own projects and that kind of thing. He's the host of The Wall, was the host of The Wall uh, on NBC. He, did, he had many projects. He was a busy guy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, no job anywhere. Like nobody would would yeah, keep him on, and it sucks because these are just allegations. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to get your opinion. I already know Josh's opinion. Josh is pretty apathetic for the whole motherfucking thing. But <laughs> <laughs> but what's uh, what's your take on this thing when somebody could just make an allegation and there goes your life? It's horrible, man. I I've, I mean this is happening a lot to a Too lot much. of people and to a lot of politicians and mm. just to a lot of people in general. Honestly, I think it needs to be like any other allegation, any other court process. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to say I did something, show me the evidence, mm -hmm. let's go through a process, and I should be innocent until you prove that I'm guilty. But there's some companies that are just trigger it's, happy it's, it's, about like, just, all right, you I, know what? There's negative press. Let's get let's get well, rid of it. I think it's a business thing yeah. where they think it's going to be beneficial for them, you know, to do that and to react fast because right. now if you don't react fast enough, you're, you're you know, you're not doing a good job. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of uh, stories like that, and, and I think it's horrible. I mean, it just... To have all of this to nothing for something that you didn't do is is horrible. And uh, after this whole Me Too thing became popularized, which, by the way, you know, I I, I get it. You know, don't be a don't, don't be, be a dick. dick. <laughs> don't be a dick to women. You know, exactly. treat, treat everybody with respect. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I I get that. But what, what was uh what was that other comedian's name? Um, uh, what comedian? Uh, 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 Indian guy from uh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari, where where he goes on a date. Uh, the chick that he goes on a date with ends up not having a great time and then tells everybody that, yeah, that see, he did what? With that, I have a problem with. Uh -huh. I don't think that was... I didn't think I that think was I think we've cool. all had bad I mean, dates, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yo, yo, too many. Too many. Yeah, don't don't get me started. Uh, but no, like that, in that instance, yes. I I do understand that's wrong, dude. Like, come on. Like, just because you had a bad date with a guy doesn't mean you're going to blacklist them or, you know, call them out for something. Yeah, that some of the details that came out from that story was that she, you know, she gave him oral and she stuck around for the rest of the date. I mean, I'm sure Aziz was thinking, oh, man, this, this date's going pretty cool. Yeah. If I was still dating, I'm not. I haven't been for a long time. But sure. If I was still dating, yeah. I swear I would have a non-disclosure agreement with me at all times. <laughs> That's what Steph said. Need you to sign that for me real quick for yeah, yeah. at all. I mean, it just doesn't matter anymore. You just have it's it right like, there on the nightstand I'm before sorry, they walk in. I'm going on a date. I have a lot to lose. Can you please sign this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like that uh, Christian Grey shit. <laughs> Did he make his wife sign a contract? Uh, I don't know, man. You're, del you're delving into realms that are unknown <laughs> to me. <laughs> don't lie. Don't act like you didn't. See that movie. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Right. Well, to people that, <laughs> to people like that, I, I, again, I'm gonna say, Don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I couldn't Don't be happier with the way that went. Yeah, I bet you couldn't. <laughs> bet you couldn't. Bet you couldn't. Well, Josh, you got some sports for us, man. Of course. All right, here we go. Sports with Josh. What's up, people? Hi, Josh. Damn it, every time. <laughs> so, World of Sports, what's going on right now? Um, some actually pretty big news. Um, everyone's familiar with uh, Mr. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, what's up with him? So, hey, hey! as everyone knows, including you, Krusty, um, he was involved in a little incident back in April at UFC uh, 223 at a media event in uh, the Barclays Center. Okay. Um, right. Do any of you guys recall what happened there? Yeah. Well, let me give you a little refresher course. He actually attacked a bus. <laughs> he attacked the bus? A, 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 full, a bus full of USC contestants. Uh -huh. And he, he basically, you know, threw shit out the window, broke through the window um, of the bus. He's, so who won? Him or the bus? <laughs> oh, him. Surprisingly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't lose. <laughs> well, apparently he still can't lose because, you know, after all of that, you know, um, they, they filed charges, two felony charges against him, and both felony charges were dropped today. No uh, shit. Yes, oh, they were awesome. dropped. He, he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor, misdemeanor disorderly conduct and agreed to pay restitution for the damage to the bus, complete a one 
to three-day anger management class and do five days of community service. So he pleaded guilty for the lesser charge, but not a felony. But not a felony. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much he's getting away with just a slap on the wrist and mind you he did injure a few people in this in this problem yes uh when he broke the window um one of the ufc fighters was uh slashed in the face by a glass and i believe they had him um he pulled from the card the ufc card Uh and then the person he was there to meet um he actually i believe he actually got into a fist fight with this person um who was the headliner at the time I, i can't recall his name um but it, it was a big spectacle, and I mean, Dana White essentially like disowned him for a little for a short time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Are you guys kind of getting tired of Conor McGregor? Um, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I was on his side when he was going up against Mayweather. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, I mean, yeah. definitely. I mean, I knew he was going to lose. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, well, he's not a boxer. No, and he can't dodge. No, no, but I mean, these antics and boxing is corrupt. These antics are getting a little out of hand. I mean, if this guy wants to do that, join the WWE. Ronda Rousey did it. I'm pretty sure he'll get get more money on that. I think she saw her better days too as a a UFC fighter. Yeah, but I mean, as UFC, this guy hasn't fought. McGregor hasn't fought in UFC in over two years. So Has it been that long? It's been, it's been that long. Wow, man. Yeah, it's you been can that long. get it. Exactly. You can get out, McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> so in um, some NBA news, um, you know, we have a a new stand-up comedian in their midst. Really? Yeah. And can you believe who it is, man? Um, mm, let's see here. Well, are they currently still playing? Yes, they are. The fuck out of here. Okay. I was going to say Shaq, because that guy's all into all, all kinds of you shit. You know what? That would make a lot of sense if it was Shaq, because, uh-huh. I mean, it totally makes sense. But actually, no. It is none other than former L.A. Clipper and current Detroit Piston, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's me. Blake Griffin is joining, is, is starting his own stand-up comedy routine. Huh. Yeah. And I don't know how to feel about that. Well, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, he's actually pretty good. Um, he's work. He works with uh, the former Dave Chappelle writer. Um, let me see his get his name. Neil Brennan. Neil the Brennan, co- the yeah. co-creator. Yep, yep, yep. He is actually very close friends with Neil Brennan. He's a funny and, motherfucker. Um, Neil Brennan. Uh, yeah. Oh hell yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, when he was first coming up in the NBA. Um, you know, he automatically thought, okay, this is going to be what I want to do when I'm done. Like right. He was a comedy fan as a kid. He followed Richard Pryor. He followed Eddie Murphy. He uh-huh. modeled all of them. And according to Neil Brennan, like, he's he's insane. Like, this guy is is very talented. And he's like, nor- and this is Neil Brennan's quote, mind you. Um, let me, Sorry about this. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm so sorry. Well, well we can, we can yeah, stall. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can stall. Stall. Stop. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, 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 Josh. Yeah. Dude, fuck you. Oh. Right. Here we go. Oh. Hey, Josh, guess what? Yeah. Fat. Oh, man, you suck. You suck. <laughs> All right, this is enough, man. <laughs> Are we still waiting fuck for you? Your no, no. I just, <laughs> I, now I'm like, now I don't know what to say anymore at this point. All right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God damn it. Running out of drops. <laughs> are you? I don't think you are. Nope. So did Dana White say... <laughs> I am shocked and appalled. No. Okay. So here it is. This is what Neil Brandon said about Blake Griffin. Wait, I got one more. 
man, I'd like to kick your fucking head in. There we go. All right. Continue. God damn it, Winnebago man. So angry. <laughs> so that's where the athletic confidence comes in handy. And again, he's one of those guys. Kevin Hart should be loathsome, but he's not. Kevin Hart, is his Instagram account is nauseating, but I still think he's hilarious. You know what I mean? Blake should be like a guy who makes 20 million, $25 million of a year coming into my turf and all that shit should should be cause for fury but i don't hold it against him because he's genuinely is funny you know he he did those kia commercials and he was he was enjoyable yeah like the one where he's on the horse yeah and he's just like nah and he goes in the kia instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he he's pretty funny and um he actually did a little routine um here in la yeah. back in um i want to say of december last year he had his own little comedy trope thing going on um it was actually called comedy by blake all right and so he came up and the crowd was you know erupted in applause as soon as he came up and so he started off by saying i have to get one thing off my chest i can see all of you out there with your judging little eyes thinking this guy's not a comedian that i'm just a dumb stupid ass athlete i know all of you think <laughs> that and he's all you see you see athletes interviewed on tv i bet it has something to do with that you might think it's because we're stupid, but we're not. Actually, football <laughs> football players are pretty fucking stupid. There's not a football players here, right? I would love to see someone who is smart by world standards to be interviewed 30 seconds after just done, got done exercising for two straight hours. Yeah. It's not it's not that we can't speak. We just can't get enough oxygen to our brains to form a complete <laughs> thought. I'll prove it to you. Can I get a volunteer? So then he picks a guy out of the out of the audience okay. to come up. And so he then proceeds to have this guy um, do 10 push-ups, 10 jumping jacks, 10 high knees. Uh. And as he's performing these activities, he's Griffin's critiquing him the entire time. Uh. He's all, it's crazy how, you, how the simplest of exercises he can make so difficult. <laughs> he's, he said laughingly. He's like, all right, get over here, he told to the guy. So I want you to tell me how you feel and also how you feel. And so the guy <laughs> said, I feel great. And then Gr Griffin turns to the crowd, breaks the fourth wall. Look how stupid that sounds. See what I mean? <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty funny. I mean, he's still got a lot to work on, but I mean, only it's... Only time will tell. Yeah, only time yeah. will tell. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, finding this out that we have... Uh, you know, another inner star entertainer in our myths. You know, I had a little game for you guys. Oh, shit. Okay. And I wanted you guys to, you know, name the top 10 actors who were ex-pro athletes. Okay. Okay. So right. you guys get three strikes. So, so the first of three do strikes. I, do I buzz in by yelling my name? Yes. You or? buzz in by yelling your oh, name. You yell so your name. You yell Chris and you yell Josie. So uh, go ahead and you can. We're on a budget. No buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> yell your name. Yeah, just yell your name, all right? So top 10. Chris. Go. Yeah. The Rock. Number one, The Rock. Oh. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Michael Jordan. No. Chris. Aw. Shaq. Nope. Shaq isn't on there? What? No, it is not. But he was Kazam. He's not a... <laughs> <laughs> you call Shaq an actor? He acted? Yeah. No, no. Top 10, buddy. Top well, 10 I, actors. I baked the cake the other day, thus I'm a baker. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, God damn it. <laughs> So that's one strike um, each of you right. guys. Well, let's see here. Fuck. Well, I'm not, I'm not a lot of players. Well, actors. Actors, actors who were pro, who pro athletes. Right, 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 right. I'm a lot of actors who were pro <laughs> athletes. I mean, huh. think of, I mean, you guys could even think about like athletic actors, like guys that were in action. Okay, movies. so it's like John Cena. John Cena is one of them. All right, cool. There cool, you cool. go. Where All is right. he on the list? 
He's actually number 15, but, uh, you know, I'll give him a half Jesus. a point for that one. Because right. <laughs> you guys are having a hard time with this. Um, Ronda Rousey? Nope. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Joe? Yes. Ronda Rousey? No. Oh. <laughs> God, you guys are terrible at Max. this. Isn't she still fighting? Yeah, she's still in WWE, man. She's not oh, acting. so former. <laughs> yes. Okay. Form- I should have been paying more attention. Ex-pro athlete. Right. Well, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention. Um, Chris. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about <laughs> Shut the, up, uh, Homer. things? Uh, <laughs> the things? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Um, Anyone? Game over, Ryan. Do we, don't, we don't have to yell our name anymore. <laughs> all right. I mean, you guys are... I, 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 I'm just going to go ahead and name them off then. So number one was The Rock, which Chris actually got. Twice. And yeah, twice. I'll, <laughs> I will give him one, but all right. And number two... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes, everyone yeah. forgets he was a bodybuilder and he won like I want to say governor. five Mr. Universe titles. Is that a is that an athlete? Yeah, is yeah, it, that's considered an athlete. Uh, yeah, you got to work out a shitload to win. So I mean, I would I would assume. I'd argue it's more of a sculptor. God damn it! <laughs> Next uh, number three. Mr. Terry Crews. Oh, that's right. Former defensive end for Fucking the Rams, Camacho. Redskins, yeah. Chargers, and <laughs> yeah. Eagles. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then number four, you guys are really going to beat the shit out of your heads after this one. Mr. Burt Reynolds. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, what sir. Did he, do? he played running back for Florida State University. Yeah? Yes, sir. And he was pretty, he was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I then, know. You said professional. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Still athletes, buddy. Huh. <laughs> number five. Jason Statham. What he was a uh, British National Diving Squad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's going on across the pond. <laughs> Number six, Joel McHale. All right. Yeah, he played at the University of Washington. That's One, not a professional. But I'm telling you, man, man, he was an ex-athlete. Shenanigans. <laughs> Well, the Rock, the Rock wasn't a professional. Yeah, he got paid. WWE. If they paid him, that's acting. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, I think that he went to. That was his first that's acting sports role. Sports entertainment. Anyway, <laughs> and then the rest: Mark Harmon, UCLA quarterback; Forrest Whitaker, Cal Poly Pomona quarterback; and then Josh Dumoul, hmm. Division Two quarterback. Right, we need to revisit State. the definition of professional. Yeah, I agree. I <laughs> <laughs> it was actors who were ex. Uh-huh. Whatever. Well, I guess Chris wins. Yes. Congrats, Chris. I mean, you couldn't even get one. Shut just, up. Just Shut one, up. man. Shut up. Good job, Chris. All right, what else you got? Not I'm in a bad one, mood not, now. Not even one, man. <laughs> not even one. <laughs> That's it for me, man. That's All right, <laughs> man. Good shit. That was the Okay, well, uh, last segment of the day, we have our good old music segment. Here we go. By the way, I'm still pissed over that game. (laughs) Might I say, I'm so mad that I'll flip the table. Wow. <laughs> Get that dog out of here! Well, uh, as I like to ask a lot of my guests here uh, to the show, pick a song where you feel that ne- it never got the love that it deserved back when it came out. Little did I know that I'd end up regretting it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me a question about that backfired on you. Uh, so, well, what's the song you picked, Chris? Well, that's why it backfired. Uh, Tuesday's show, 
you told uh, Richie, your last guest, to give a song, and you guys started talking about Carter, the drummer from uh, Dave Matthews. Right, Band, right. You said uh, something like, you'll never be caught dead with uh, listening to Dave Matthews or something like that. Or at least it wouldn't be in my playlist. Yeah, <laughs> so I picked Alligator Pie. <laughs> and you put it on my fucking playlist. And I put it on your playlist. So The rapture better not begin right now, dude. I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so this album came out right when uh, the saxophone player passed away. Okay. And uh, a lot of people didn't like this album, but I thought it was really good. And I like the song from the album and it didn't get recognized a lot. So, ho- yeah, hopefully you like it. All right. Well, this song came uh, this song came out in 2009 off their album Big Whiskey and the Gru Grooks King. Dave Matthews band song called Alligator Pie. Go ahead and cue that up. Right, man. Well, a um, lot of talented musicians, that's for sure. When the song was playing, Chris, you were telling me that uh, you and what your brothers went to a concert and everybody said you were gay. No, we uh, originally time was school with my wife. She uh-huh. didn't go. She was out of town. Right now, so I invited my brother-in-law. Right. And we, it was in San Diego. He lives in San Diego. So I went out there and I invited him. We got so wasted. We're probably acting gay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably touching each other. Yeah. Yeah, each other. I love you, man. Yeah, so, I mean, he liked it. He enjoyed it. But, yeah, we got a few comments, and he got upset. He's like, man, this is my wife. This is my, these are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I got proof. Uh, you know, macho guy from East L.A. Tell him he's gay and shit. Uh, <laughs> shit. What'd you say? No, little puppet. I'm, I'm straight. We talking about it. I got what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, that 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 drummer is badass. That, that guy. I mean, that guy honestly, kills for it. you being a musician and mm-hmm. and knowing talents, I mean, you've been in music a long time, so I'm right. surprised you don't care for them. So I really do suggest you go check them out. I I it, like listen. I never said I didn't like them. But you I said just, you didn't like. Them. I just did. Uh, I just uh, you know. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, there's know, a distinction. I, I hope there, you know, there's uh, it's it's tone based. You know. Uh, <laughs> Well, um, yeah, yeah, maybe. I'll invite you. <laughs> the, uh, the I, I invited your cousin one time for uh-huh. his birthday. It was actually September eighth because they always play around September. God, mm. we I usually always get the pick because I hate saying and freaking in the lawn. Right. And uh, he liked it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if I convince you one time. I, I got questions for him then. It doesn't, help that, <laughs> it doesn't help that he acts, and when he comes out in movies, he's always a gay guy. Okay. So yeah. That's what right. Me off. Right. Really. 
help my cause. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's superb. Anyway, the the next uh, the next song that I picked for for this uh, for this time around is a song by a, a band called The Record Company. They just came out with a single called Life to Fix. It came out this year, and I just wanted you guys to check it out and let me know what you think. Here we go. <laughs> This one, uh, these play out, but what do you guys think so far? I like Pretty it. good. I like it. Pretty yeah. dope. It has yeah. that kind of folky flavor to it, but um, kind of like in a new age kind of style. Um, I, I don't know who else to compare them to. Maybe like a it's like black a keys a little bit, like a, yeah, a little like bit a, of like, like a, the black keys. Like I if would the, say if the black keys and the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> Book? Yes, <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. So, so the name, the record company, uh-huh. is that like, uh, you know, are they trying to do like a uh, who's on first bit here? I don't know. Maybe. So whenever someone be. asks, you know, whoa, who's playing this? The record company? The record, record company. company. Yeah. The record company. Must be. Yeah. Must be. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I other like song, uh, this other song that I came up with uh, for today is a song by... Uh, I, I don't know if it's just the one artist. I didn't really do too much uh, research on it, but I enjoy the shit out of out of, out of him or them. But um, they're called Fantastic Negrito. Uh, it came out this year in 2018. Wow. And uh, it's off of the album called Please Don't Be Dead. And the song is called Plastic Hamburgers. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, damn. That's Very soulful. That's Definitely have good dope. taste in music, man. 
Yeah, I, dude. I, I sen- I'm sensing a theme with these last two songs. <laughs> yeah, well, that, and, that's, and that's why I like to put them together. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they, they're very folky, very soulful. This one more than. Oh, hell yeah. You can feel the soul on this one for yeah. sure. But I think this one feels little bit more closer to the black te- black um sorry the black, black keys, keys. Mm-hmm. but with more soul like like yeah. it's as if the black keys got injected with like an adrenaline shot full of soul and they just <laughs> this is what this is it it's yeah funny. i'm gonna talk smack about my buddy christian so last time i was playing led zeppelin <laughs> oh no I'm like, man i'm playing in the car bumping it i'm like hey christian who is this he's like the white stripes Oh my God! What? <laughs> Did you kick him out of the car? Like Dude, immediately? You're like tuck and roll, yeah, motherfucker! Yeah, tuck and roll, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Call an Uber! Try <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there. Yeah. No, oh, but honestly, these Christian. these two these two groups are badass. Yeah, dude. I like them. I'll so, check I mean, them yeah, ch- check out the whole album. You guys got, start good. sending me in your uh, text messages when you hear this music. From, uh, <laughs> at, at our store, we have uh, DJ speakers throughout the whole store. Oh, shit. Okay. So we bump music. Like, people go in there and they're uh-huh. partying. It's like a party there every day. Or you and could listen to the podcast and we, find out what songs <laughs> you like on there. Yeah, I'm sure they want to hear about it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But yeah, no, I don't know, man. I got a hair appointment. <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. um, so, uh, I mean, so those were mine. Uh, th- those, those are my my picks for this time around. What do you, what do you guys think? Any recommendations for the next time around? Um, I mean, those these were great. Yeah, these are pretty I mean, great pick, so you're far. People that no one knows. So next time I'll come better prepared. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe no Sans, Dave. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely. We're watching. Uh, I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and they're making fun of their producer uh-huh. today, right? <laughs> and uh, they're just talking shit because he goes to record parties, but it's vinyl records, so everyone would go and take a vinyl record in there, and uh, he would selling them that, you know, these guys would try to come up with this weirdest no one heard of music before, and that's the theme. But all this music is crap, you know, because no one's really heard about it. Uh-huh. No, it's a good theme. See, what we're slowly <laughs> trying to do is we're trying to build like a music appreciation kind of thing. I think that, yeah, yeah. And, and being a musician <laughs> myself, I can't fucking help it. So. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be placed on the radio and mm-hmm. I'm sure you got to do a lot of stuff. So yeah. these guys need help. You got to get lost under a lot of tables sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that being said, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for subscribing and telling a friend like a champ. You can always catch us at Foo Bar Show. That's Show at gmail.com. And Show is her handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line. And we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. I've been Josie. I've been Jesh. And for Chris Luna, don't be a dick.